expectant and excited for the word of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says, believe in the Lord and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. Uh, so many, you know, that we, we are blessed to really have a true prophet, man of God in the, in the house, um, uh, the, the, the pastor and apostle and prophet of this church. And where the prophetic word of the Lord, you know, back um, in, the, in the Bible days, as and, uh, um, uh, Andre Crouch would say, um, they, were, they were prophets and they had to seek out the prophet to receive a word from God. Um, and similar in today's day and age, there is many words going out there, but often it is not the, the pure and unadulterated word of God. Amen. So not everyone can stand and like the truth, but the prophet also speaks to the root of a problem. Um, and the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Amen. Now we have been blessed to be um, pastors sharing on curses last week um, and how us, if we serve the Lord our God, all these things will will pass over us. Hallelujah. So I look forward to hearing what the man of the Lord has to prophesy and preach this morning. Let us put our hands together as we are expecting for the word of the Lord this morning. And welcome Pastor Edgar Michaels. a blessing. What a blessing. What a privilege to be in the house of the Lord. This is God's house and the Lord is in control and govern this place and I hope he can get all of your lives under his authority. It's the safest place to be under the Lord's authority. Sin is rebellion against God. Sin is to think you know better than God. The greatest sin, what would you think it is? Twofold, it's unbelief. In other words, if you don't believe the Word of God, God can do nothing for you. And belief is not just, I know what the Bible says, but it's to act on the Word to obey the word, that is belief. Amen. Now, God can do nothing for you if you cannot obey the word of God. Amen. Amen. Because Hebrews 11, verse 6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Look there, without faith. It is not difficult to please God. It is impossible to please God without faith. And so if you cannot put your faith in the Bible and obey the Word of God, you cannot please God. You will never be able to please God. And the Bible will tell you, faith, if you need it, it comes to you by hearing 
the word of God. Amen. Amen. I'm reading fully the verse, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, is not past, is present, and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Hallelujah. God will reward you. And I believe you came here because you seek him and you want to please him. And the only way is through faith. And then you say, but I lack faith. I need faith. Then the Romans chapter 10 verse 17 will tell you how do you get faith. It's by what you're going to do right now and act on it. That sounds good. Amen. So faith comes. Say faith comes. Faith comes. Amen. It comes. And this is the way it comes. As I preach now, faith comes from hearing. And hearing by the word of Christ. Hearing the word of God and acting on it. Obeying. If you're born again, you actually have in you, inherit in this new nature, a hunger for the word of God. A, 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 a feeling of, let the Bible tell me what is the way to please the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you're not born again, you don't have that feeling in you. But you can get born again today. Hallelujah. And be really born again to the glory of God. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Before getting further, um, you know, this afternoon we go out and win souls. I, we, 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 we believe in winning souls. Amen. Amen. And we like fresh fish. Amen. Fresh fish out of the world. Hallelujah. And we work hard to win souls. Hallelujah. Jesus said we must go out and preach the gospel. Amen. And this afternoon we're in Philadelphia. Hallelujah. That's in Delph. I look forward to that. And it's part of the work of God. And you're saved to work for God. Most people are saved just to have a nice time. And God must not bother them and interfere in their lives. This is not the way Christianity is designed. First Corinthians, you'll see I quote a lot of scripture. First Corinthians chapter 6, the last two verses. Amen. You're saved to serve. Say, I'm saved to serve and to work for God. Amen. Otherwise, God could have saved you and let you die after you came forward, got born again, and go to heaven. Why are you still here? It's to work for God. Praise the Lord. And work is work. Amen. I gave you a definition of work. 
Work must make you tired, then it's work. Amen. Work is repetition. Amen. If you go tomorrow to your workplace, you do the same thing that you did Friday and last Monday. You don't say, no, I'm now, I had enough of this. Well, you say, we had last week an opening, why this week again? We have a prayer meeting this last week, why this week again? No, 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 it's work. Praise the Lord. Work is a a routine. You repeat. And it must make you tired. And work takes time from you. You go to work, you spend maybe eight hours at work. Amen? Praise God. So don't say, God, you interfere with my time. No. And I'm reading this scripture to tell you, when you get born again, your life don't belong to you. Amen. For many believers, it's a big revelation. And I don't know how people can think otherwise. Amen. Your life belongs to the Lord. Amen. 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 By the way, welcome all our visitors. We're happy to see you. We hope it's not the first and the last. Please come again. Hallelujah. But here you'll find the real deal. Amen. The real deal. Praise the Lord, the real Christianity, not watered down or not. um, Today it's sugar coating. You hear me? When I was small, they gave me bitter medicine, and after that, immediately a spoon of sugar, you know, to, to take the bitterness away. But here we preach to you, the, but it's the bitter medicine that makes you healthy. Amen. It's when the doctor have the sore or the wound, you have to scrape away things. You say, oh my God, hey, scrape away. Something when you scrape away, there's some bleeding. But it's the only way, otherwise you must put a bandage over that which is still fested with, with bacteria and other stuff. And then the thing blows up. Hey, we are not here, we scrape away. And sometimes it bleeds, but it heals. It makes you strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, this morning stand 53 years of experience before you. I'm 53 years born again. So you must say, he must know something more than what I know. Amen. 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 But the first thing, if you're not born again, you're a rebel. You You are a dog. The Bible calls the dogs, don't give the pearls and the precious things to dogs because they will turn around and tear you to pieces. And don't give it to pigs because after a while they'll go back and eat up their own vomit and they will wallowing in the dirt again. The devil just sent them in to cause trouble. Do you hear me? Imagine dogs among sheep. Hey, the sheep have to cover and, and hide <laughs> because the person don't have a conscience. The person just duck and dive. My God. The, the, this is what happened in the, in, in the church of God. There's dogs. Wow. 
Hey, what a song. It's a word. In fact, what you see in many gates of houses, as you enter, beware of the dog. Is it so? When you enter the house, they say, beware of the dog. I'll read you that scripture now. Okay, to say to you, when you come to church, we also have to put up a sign, beware of the dogs. Wow! You say, wow! Amen. Amen. I preached to you as a man of God. I'm a child of God, born a servant of the Lord, but I preached to you as a man of God, a man, a, a God-made man. Praise the Lord. That's in fellowship with other men of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Or do you not know? You say, Paul, why do you state this this way? Because he said, you should know. But do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? That's if you're born again. Whom you have from God and that you are not your own. I brought a young man to the Lord many years ago. It uh, was an Argus boy in Cape Town. He didn't like reading at all. I brought him up in the Lord. He was a, he's an addicted reader of the Bible. In fact, he's an excellent teacher of the Word of God. I took him with when I started building a church in Vintuk, Namibia, uh, sleeping in a caravan. He sleeps on the other side, me on this side. He makes breakfast and look after me. We buddies, we go to town together, then we buy ourselves a fiver. You know, Kentucky, he, he eat three pieces, I two. No, it was the other way around. <laughs> Amen. But, but what, what I want to say is, uh, where he was lodging on his cupboard, there was these words, you are not your own. Whenever I visited him, come into his room, it's that you are not your own. In other words, you don't own yourself. The one who bought you with his blood, he owns your time, your talents, everything. That's the verse 20. For you have been bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in you. Why does he say not in your spirit? Not in your soul? Because when the Lord has your body, he's got your spirit and your soul. Amen. So we cannot go and have open air with your spirit. You say, Pastor, I'm in my spirit there. <laughs> Pastor, tomorrow's prayer meeting, home cell, I'm in my spirit. I am there. Yeah. Pastor, you know I'm in my spirit. I, I wish to be there. He says, no, you must glorify God with your body. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Bought you with a price. Glory to God. Amen. He bought you with a price. Don't let us forget the scripture, beware of the dogs. Philippians chapter 3. In fact, he says, beware of three things here. Philippians chapter 3. Do you see, I didn't even look at a note. You must, the word of God must be in you. Do you see it there? Philippians 3 verse 2. What a shock. 
It's in the Bible. Say it's in the Bible. Say to somebody, it's in the Bible. Wow. What is a dog nature like? You don't cross my world. A dog is you don't cross my world. <laughs> but you get trained dogs too. Did you notice? I'm staying in Garden Village. If I go over the line, I'm in Pinelands. In Pinelands, the white people's dogs are trained dogs. They trained. You come over by outside, the dogs are loose. <laughs> But it's still a dog. It's still a dog. Do you understand? Amen. When uh, my, our brothers are in the running, I was also in the running. It doesn't look like it, but I, I, ran, I ran a couple of marathons. But when I run into pylons, here comes somebody with his dog. I can run past. But if it's uh, other color people with a dog, I have to check. Hey. <laughs> I have to check. Amen. But it's still a dog. So you get people who are unsafe. They're very sophisticated. They're very smart. Perfume and everything. Makeup, smart. But if he's not born again, he's got a will that just tells you, you don't cross my, God, you don't cross my will. You don't cross my will. I want my own. That is sin. The first sin is unbelief. The second one is rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ to be Lord of your life. Amen. He can be, he can be Jesus. Gentle Jesus, meek and mild. Everybody, Christmas and Sunday, most people go to church, but they are not born again. Amen. And many churches, if the real Jesus come into the church, they will put him out of the church. They will say, Where is You cannot come preach here. You must be born again. No. We don't want, we, we don't want you here. But they say they believe in Jesus. My God, there are many Jesuses. Can I, call, can I go to that scripture too? And I'm preaching. This is just warming up to the preaching. Amen. <laughs> Beware of the dogs. The second one, he says, beware of the evil workers. There are many who are working for God, but with evil intents. Hey, wrong motives. Holding kingdoms for themselves. Looking to me so of themselves. After money. Evil workers. Evil workers. Having, praying for the sick people get healed. And more into the people fall and more into hype and a lot of energy and power. Hey, let's go to another level. Let's take the service to another level. You say, oh my God. Hey, more, more fleshly energy and hardly quoting scripture. My God. Beware of the dogs. Beware of the evil workers. Beware of the false circumcision. False circumcision is religion. Beware of religion. Can you get in this chapter? Enemies of the cross. It's lower, far lower down. 
what did I say before that? I want, yes, I, after this, uh, remind me, I want to go to 2 uh, Corinthians. For many are so-called safe, he says. Many walk this road. Of whom I often told you, and now tell you even weeping. You say, Paul, weeping! That they are enemies of the cross of Christ. In other words, they never preach that you must die to yourself. They never preach that you must crucify your will. The cross is where your will and God's will cross. Do you hear me? Amen. And if you go against your will, you die to yourself. Amen. That's the cross. Therefore, I preach with the cross. It's, it's just to say, say to you, this is my Savior. I die to myself daily. A cross is like an electric chair. It was not meant to be an ornament. Understand? A, the cross is a shameful death. It's dying to yourself. Amen. Dying to yourself. To get to, for people to see Christ in you, you must die to yourself. But there are many enemies of the cross. But they in Christianity. They never preach the cross. They never preach against your will, against your emotions, against your mind. You can do whatever you wish. You can float and do whatever you wish. As long as you're a Christian, you will end up in hell like that. Therefore, Paul says, I tell you this weeping. I tell you this, I'm crying. And here are the signs of those who are enemies of the cross, verse 19. Whose end is destruction. Whose God is their appetite, their own desires. And whose glory is in their shame. Who set their minds on earthly things. Hey! We can talk about houses, we can talk about dress, we can talk about hairdos, we can talk about all. But when we speak about the Bible and God and Jesus, does they still? Hey, you can hardly talk about the Lord. But gossip and other people and church, politics and other stuff. You can talk about earthly things. It's a sign. You are lost. You are on your way to destruction. Your God is your desires. Your glory in you. That what you should have been ashamed of. Your glory in it. Who said their minds are set on earthly things. Hey, let's read verse Verse 18 again. And then uh, we'll wind up again right to the beginning of the chapter. For many walk of whom I often told you. Isn't it in this church we often preach like this? Amen. And now telling you even weeping. That they are enemies of the cross. 
In other words, we against this kind of preaching. We like more motivational talks. Amen. But it's the bitter medicine that makes you strong. Don't worry, in the message I'm preaching today, I will preach to you um, how to cause the devil to run and you chasing the devil. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Can I say it? The devil on the run. Hallelujah. Amen. That's, that's the message this morning. We are on the attack and the devil is on the run. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For many walk. You, you see, I repeat. You cannot forget. Even wherever you go in the world, you cannot forget. For many walk, of whom I often told you, and now telling you, even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end, it's a, you know, what is more worse than going to hell? I nearly said it as the way our colored people Kyle, uh, Tyler, uh, our colored people will say, what is more worser? <laughs> what is worser? What a sock. <laughs> Amen. It was proud cops. What is more worse than going to hell? I don't think there's something more worse. I can tell you. What is more worse? It's to have been under the impression you're going to heaven and then you go to hell. There's nothing more worse than that. As I say in this church, my brothers, there will be no one walking in hell if any one of you end up there and curse Edgar Michaels. There will be no one walking in hell. So that pastor, he deceived me. That, no, 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 no. There will be no one in hell. There will be many walking around in hell, cursing their churches, cursing the Dumini and the Father and the Pope and the priest and the Dumini, cursing mommy and daddy. Cursing your colleagues and friends. Those dogs that were with you in the church. You will curse them. My God. You preach here not to win your favor. But to win you for Christ. And if you love him. You will love us too. Hallelujah. Whose end is destruction. Whose God is their appetite and his glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. Verse, beware again on top of. Do you see there? Therefore, he says, Beware of the dogs, beware of the evil workers, beware of the false circumcision, beware, be warned. Take it serious, the word of the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 11 to show you there are three 
false things, actually four in this chapter. If anyone comes and preaches to you another Jesus, whom we have not preached, do you see? There are people that preach another Jesus. Islam also believe in Jesus. Nabi Isai, they call him. So we also believe in Jesus. But what Jesus is that? In the Quran it stands, he did not die on the cross. Plain and simple. Me and my wife, we were in Israel, even on the big Al-Aqsa Mosque. Stands there written, you can, you don't see even the mosque because it's high. And it stands, God has no son. God has no son. Clear. Do you hear me? Do we, do we have anything against them? Nothing. We love them. We want to win. And many of them are coming in, in Iran and many places in their droves to the Lord Jesus. And get born again. Hallelujah. But I'm showing you people preach another Jesus whom we have not preached. Or did you receive a different spirit which we have not received? A different spirit. <laughs> you get people who's got a kind of spirit. I feel I'm going to take up an offering. Five people must give a thousand rand. The Lord is leading me. It's not the Lord. That's a other spirit. It's a covetous spirit. It's a devil under the name of God. Under the name of God. Do you see? You hear me? People that use the Holy Spirit. Do you hear me? That's misusing the name of God. God says, they won't go unpunished. They won't go unpunished. The Ten Commandments says, misusing, you swear in the name of the Lord and it's not the truth. You say, Pastor, I was, I was not there or I was there in the name of the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is, it settles all arguments. So you can't argue any, when the Lord is saying, they live. Therefore, at court, they say, put your hand on the Bible. I will speak the truth, nothing but the truth. So help me, God. Na de hand van afkom, daar lig hulle soos wat. If anyone comes and preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or you receive a different spirit which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you bear this beautifully. You like people to speak of another Jesus and another spirit and another gospel. You bear with that. Beautifully. You say, let's go back. We want more of that kind of thing. My God, you will end up in destruction. Second Chronicles 20, verse 20. And now I'm nearly I'm nearly making a turn to 
get to the heart of what I want to preach. It's one or two things still. Amen. 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 And this is what Nicholas, he remind me about this verse of scripture. It says, and they arose early in the morning. Joseph was the king and Israel was going out to war. And the prophet said to uh, Joseph, the king, God will give you success in the war. And here the king stands early in the morning uh, as they went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat, this is the king, stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so you will be established. Believe in his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Amen. Amen. If you want to be established, just believe in the Lord. You don't need a prophet, a man of God. There are many churches. There's no prophet. Okay, there's no prophet. Hallelujah. But you can be, get established. In other words, you won't go back to the world. You will stay with the Lord. But if you want to prosper, you need God's prophets. Hallelujah. To prosper, the word prosper in Hebrew Old Testament is to break forth, to go with speed to your destiny. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Believe in his prophets, so shall he prosper. You see, God has got men in the earth. God, Eskom don't come to you that you need to take your frying pan or your hair dryer and go to Eskom and pluck in there. Where, I mean, your hair dryer will blow apart. The power will be too strong there. In other words, many people say, I go to God directly. No, Eskom comes to you through a plug that's right there at the bottom of the skirting board. You put in your three-pronged plug. You say, yes, yes, power. So God comes, the mighty God comes to you low down through his men. Hallelujah. But you say, no, I, I don't want, I don't, I want, I don't want to go there. I want direct from God. God says, I come through a man. When Jesus left the earth, he left his work in 12, 11 men's hands. You, could, you cannot reject them. <laughs> they represent the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So say with me, believe in God's prophets. And then you will prosper. If you want to be established, say with me, if you want to be established. You can only believe in God. And you will be established. But believe in His prophets. And you will prosper. Amen. Amen. That's the word of God. The living word of God. Hallelujah. If you're born again. 
then you will see God. And you will, let's turn to Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13. Hallelujah. This is last night, late night, last night I had to sit and put my notes together because we had my wife's, what was, uh, what is your mom's, uh, 82. 82 years old. We had a bit of a celebration last night. 82 years old, her mom. Hallelujah. And the family stayed long. Right. And when they left, uh, Eskom kicked in, in load shedding. Everything was dark, and I had to wait for two hours. And after that, my son started to talk, Nicholas, and we chat and share in between. And then after that, I have to go sit down and prepare for. But even up till now, what I preached was not in the preparation. That's how, the, how a prophet preached. Amen. That's how a pro he received immediately downloading immediately from God. Amen. I'm reading this scripture to tell you if you're born again, you must work out your salvation. So then, my beloved, I'm, I'm in Philippians again. I'll, I'll beware of the dogs in chapter 3. Yeah, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, he says, So then, my beloved, just as you've always obeyed, not in my presence only. Some people obey only in the presence of the man of God. Oh, pastor won't be here tomorrow at the prayer meeting, so I won't be here too. Do you hear me? Okay. By the way, I am here tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. I'm regularly in the house of prayer. Amen. I, I'm not like those who, who lead and they sit at home and let you. Uh, uh, they have open air. I'm sitting at home and there's a prayer meeting. I'm, no, I lead from the front. Amen. Hallelujah. So then, my beloved, just as you've always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Much more in my absence. Isn't it wonderful when your child goes to other people, maybe a way to see afterwards people come with a report back and say, oh, your child is well behaved. Wow. He's early up. He make up his bed and you say, oh, my Lord. You look at your husband, you say, we are doing something good. Amen. We are really doing something good. Look in, in our absence. Look how we blossom what we have taught him. Hallelujah. Much more in my absence. Then he says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. I want to speak about the word workout. Today, people go to gym a lot. In fact, I heard uh, on the news, I say one billion people in the world are obese. Okay? So I said, it good, they would eat dunyong. Kia vata kia is an inam vaniyara. Amen. Work out yourself. I'm so, I want to tell you, if you are born again Christian, just like physical exercise, you cannot work out just once a week. Amen. If you want to become get fit, you cannot go once a week to gym. You'll go nowhere. And my, my understanding for any exercise to work at least three times a week, you need to be at it. 
See, if I want to get into running, I cannot run this afternoon and next Sunday again. Next Sunday, I still feel, yay, this thing is difficult. Wait another Sunday, yay, it's difficult. No. Isn't the Word of God wonderful? If you are serving the Lord, you need at least three times a week to work out. Amen. And that is prayer and praying alone. Spending time with God alone. If you don't have that in your life, I don't know. I don't know what kind of Christian you are. I mean alone. The room closed. I'm alone. And I spend a half an hour praying. Seeking the face of God. If you don't have that, you don't have any anger. You are a heart that are flooded with thoughts of demons and the world and other things. Now when you come to the house of God, it's like preaching is like water on a dog's back. It just rolls off. Do you hear me? I'm preaching to you as a prophet. Hallelujah. There's no root in your life. Therefore, you get a lot of thoughts. And I'll show you now later about what demons does. They speak a lot and they oppose God. Amen. Three aims of demons. Number one, to prevent you from getting truly born again. Demons. Have you seen a demon already in a person? Hey, you will see power. But they don't only quickly manifest, they want to hide themselves. And they give thoughts. It's all geskrik for what they think as they say, what think I'm telling you, you know what is that? It's a person. They're talking to you. That you, that you sell fang and say, what think ik? It's, a, it's not a it, it's a person talking to you. It's a demon suggesting things to you. Don't go to church. I'm just saying, don't go to church. Don't you feel tired? I mean, it was a late night last night. But you went later to bed when you, and you're up tomorrow to go to work. You don't tell you that. Demons are persons without bodies. The first object of them is to prevent you from getting truly born. And again, after that, if they lost that fight, you are truly born again. Second is... You shall not grow in the Lord. I will cause you to be a Christian, giving trouble, consuming the time of the pastor, the work of God. You won't grow, number two. Number three is I won't let you get involved in God's work. I prevent you from being effective. The three aims of demons. Wow! 
the three aim of demons. I'm back to, beloved, work out your salvation. Why would fear and trembling? Because God is going to give, you must give account to God of your time. Amen. God will ask, and you, what did you do with my gifts? What did you do with my calling? Were you involved in my work? Amen. And look how God helps you to work out your salvation, verse 13. For it is God who is at work in you. That's if he's in you. There will be God speaking to you within you. Some people who are falsely safe, it's just from the outside you must cool. Things come from the outside, but there's nothing coming from the inside. For it is God who is at work in you. And God works to will. To will means it's time to pray. Something would tell you. Something would tell you, open the Bible and spend time. In fact, by the way, we're reading through the New Testament. Amen. 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 And we should be at John 9. Is it John 9 today? We read three chapters a day. And we, next week we'll be in Acts chapter 3. As you read through John, Acts chapter 3. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. You must discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Hallelujah. Discipline yourself. Hallelujah. Your spirit. And not only reading the Bible, you must listen to preaching often. When last did you listen to me preaching? Amen. I mean, during the week. Yeah, Tyler, he said to me, it was last week, yeah. He sent my preaching to his family. And then he sent me a message, my, my family want to come to church. But you, you don't listen to preaching. I'll read to you now to show you how important it is to listen, not to the written word only, but to the spoken word. Praise God. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. There must be something. Hey, my brother, I tell you. Hey, many times I go to a meeting, like this week, three meetings, pastors. My God. In fact, I was in Delft uh, uh, Tuesday. My friend said, Edgar, you must come. We have a nice braai also. You know, me and you, we like nice brides. Amen. And when they were giving out the, the meat, he says, don't give to Edgar pork. He don't eat pork. I said, wow, praise God. It's true. So the sisters asked me, do, pastor, you don't eat pork? Anything wrong? I said, you can see on my behavior, I don't eat pork. As nuts farkarachitermeni. So I was just soaking, just soaking with him. Praise the Lord. But what I want to say, on my way there, other places, as I drive, I pray. Hallelujah. One of the basic things is you pray always when you're born again. As I was driving to Delft, I was praying. Saraburuto. 
Mekasitaraburusutu. He sabahi kusukuta malamasikatoroborota. Listening to Radio CCFM, Gospel Music, Saraboroto, Ekasitaraborosoto, Makasakatalabasita, Makasupo. In contact with heaven, in contact with the throne of the universe. Hey, with the contact with the throne of the universe, there might be gangster shooting somewhere, but when when this car comes on, there's nothing going on. Hey, hallelujah! And then some declaration: Jesus is Lord, He's Lord of my life. I'm washing the blood of the Lamb. I'm a man of God. Angels accompany me. I am blessed. My wife is blessed. My church is blessed. Lord, cover everyone in FDKC that's loyal. Cover them under the blood of Jesus. This is a healthy Christian. This is a healthy Christian. Amen. A growing Christian. Matthew 4 verse 4. Hallelujah. Matthew 4 verse 4. Hey, this is just after Jesus was baptized coming out of the water. And when he came out of the water, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son. In whom I'm well pleased. After that, the temptation in the wilderness come. And then the verse before this, the devil said to him, If you are what I just heard. I heard from heaven too that a voice said, This is my beloved son. Amen. Do you hear me? So the devil come many a time. Isaiah can find say, If you are at what you say you are, even after this meeting. You say, okay, you, you've been at church. You've been in this church. You're alone at home now, nobody. He says, if you are what you say you are, what about these things? What about these things? <laughs> you say, they never gave me a glass of wine for free, but now they say, it's free now. Or they say, come over, we're going to watch some blue movies. You say, oh my God, they never do that. But the the devil wants to say, if you are what you say you are, you would try to get to Jesus and the tempter. Say the tempter. It's a name of the devil, the tempter. Amen. It tempts you. You see, you you come to people's house, you see. There's the Rolex watch. It's lying there. Hey, after two hours of fellowship, you say, it's still smiling at me. <laughs> the tempter says, what about just going to the toilet, just grab it and put it in your pocket? You say, that will be easy. You look around, and now it's in your pocket. Then he says, if you are a child of God... What about that watch in your pocket? 
You're then a child of God. What about the words? You must leave these things about God. Leave these things. My God. The tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. I'm preaching the basic things of Christianity. And he answered and said, it is written. You, now, if you don't know it is written, many of you, you want to argue with demons, but you cannot even quote the scripture. You cannot even quote the Bible. Jesus shows you here in the temptation how to overcome the devil and how to put him under run. One of the ways is you must know the scriptures. The Jesus our own, he says, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone. That's by, you, you won't just live off Kentucky and chicken and um, hake and uh, what's, uh, stockfish. <laughs> Amen, King Clip and calamari, you won't just live from that. What you gonna, I mean, there's a chicken waiting at home maybe for you. Your wife have roasted it. The chicken lies and he waits for you. As you walk through the door, the chicken says, Where have you been? <laughs> I'm waiting for you. <laughs> My God, man shall not live from chicken alone. But on every word that, what, what word? That proceeds out of the mouth of God. Here is the mouth of God. Amen. There's not many places that you can say, this is the mouth of God. This is God speaking to me. Amen. So if you want to grow and develop, you must listen to the word proceeds out of, I listen to preaching every day. Every day. Different preaching. I've got even one or two preachers that entertain me. They are Alessi Dippi, Alessi Somanit. Hey! But they entertain me. <laughs> one of them, it's like this. It says, uh, these aliens, <laughs> these false preachers, they are aliens. I say, wow. <laughs> Amen. You get in the church. Listen, our preaching are serious, but, but, but the word is lovely to us. I'll get, I'll, I'll land now. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. I'm speaking now about speaking in tongues. Amen. For one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. When I was speaking in tongues now, I did not speak to you. You cannot understand it. I was speaking directly to God. Amen. Directly to God. How lovely it is when you start to speak, you make contact with the God of the universe. You speak directly to God. The one who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands. But in his spirit he speaks mysteries. Hallelujah. I, mysteries means I speak secrets. 
from my heart to God. It's a beautiful thing. It's a powerful thing. Verse 18. Hallelujah. The Apostle Paul says, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. If you, if you think I'm crazy or this church is crazy, the Apostle Paul was the craziest. <laughs> Amen. He says, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. And there were thousands of believers in Corinth. But Paul spoke in tongues more than them all. What a blessing. I give you the two things to grow in the Lord. Listen to God's prophets. Secondly, have a prayer life. Thirdly, speak in tongues a lot. Fourthly, listen to preaching. It's your spiritual food. I also said to you up till now, if you work out bodily three times a week, the least. If you want to be healthy spiritually, you cannot be once a week. You are not working out your salvation with fear and trembling. Hallelujah. If you do it once a week, there will be something in you if you're born again. That's frustrated. That tells you, I'm unhappy with you. God will tell you, I'm unhappy with you. I'm not happy with you. Amen. God will, nobody need to tell you. God will tell you, I'm not happy with you. My God. But God, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Second Corinthians, please. Let me get into one or two things I wanted to preach about. Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Hallelujah. Just quickly a continuation of what we preached last week about. So that no advantage would be taken of us by Satan. Let me see what's the time. Yes, I've got still... So a quarter of an hour. So that no one take advantage, would take advantage of us by Satan. For we are not ignorant of his schemes. What caused the devil to take advantage of you? Ignorance. Ignorance. Ignorance, can I define what's ignorance? Is absence of knowledge. Absence of knowledge will tell you you in darkness. You are not enlightened. Now the devil and demons take advantage of people because of ignorance. It's a sad thing if you say, he took advantage of me. It means, it may fillet. He told me things that I believe, and it was not the truth. And I believed him. And look in what predicament I am now. He told me he's got a house. He told me he's got so much money in the bank. He promised me this. But he deceived me. That's 
the playground of Satan. That's how the devil takes most people to hell. Ignorance. And he will take. I tell you, anybody who has been taken advantage of, is they angry. They feel that person made a fool of me. And let me give you the activities of demons. Just follow. I give you quickly a few activities of demons. And I told you demons are persons. Do you hear me? A demon has to show you what is a person. Before I get to activities, a demon has a will. He will tell you, I won't come out of this person. Hey, I've driven out lots of demons. Or they don't talk, they just, the person is just stubborn. The person look at you and listen to you, and I think, you, you can talk. I don't obey, and I won't follow. Demons express emotions. They will get angry. Hey, a face of anger. They express emotions. But let's get to, because of time, to activities of demons. Number one, they tempt you. And when temptation comes, it's like a voice telling to you, speak to you, do it. Just do it. It's, it's, not, it's not just a feeling. It's like a voice. It says, who spoke to me? Just do it. And number two, demons cause harm. Mark chapter 5, verse 2 to 15, the man with demons in him was cutting himself. In other words, you know the things you're doing is harmful to you, but you still do it. That's a demon. That's an evil spirit. That's Satan that caused you not to stop while you know this is harmful to me. Do you hear me? Number three, demons brings unforgiveness. Amen. Unforgiveness. I won't forgive him. I cannot forgive my parents. I cannot forgive that person what they did to me. Now, unforgiveness is always wrong, whether the person on the other side is right, he rightfully abuse you. But God wants you to forgive. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. God cannot forgive you unless you forgive other people. Number four, demons compel. Compel means it's like you say, I can't stop myself. I can't stop myself doing this thing. I don't, I, I, I'm showing you that you need deliverance. Okay? I'm showing you that you need deliverance. Hallelujah. I can't stop my, it's like, you know, people that swear. They cannot stop talking like that. Speaking jail, that and that and that. And it's like, it's like a second language to them. You understand? They, that is demons. Comp even they cannot stop gossiping. You get even people, they are over-talkative. 
die persoon kan nie op hoe praat nie. Die skuim is al hier, maar hy bly praat. Amen. I'm pointing to you when the activities when a demon is present. Number five, demons enslave and ad- bring addiction. You're addicted. You cannot come free. You are enslaved. The next one, demons defile you. They cause you to, f- to, 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 to feel dirty. Therefore, they call unclean spirits. They, the people will be shocked how your mind operates unclean, dirty, defiled. The next one, demons will make you sick. I'll show you now how we get them on the run. Hallelujah. They will make you sick. There are many sicknesses caused by demons. Even sometimes people that cannot speak or people that cannot uh, uh, think straight. The next one, demons deceive you. They tell you lots of lies. They have deceived a lot of churches. Demons cause death. Early death. Don't play with the devil. He's not only taking advantage, he will kill you. He's a murderer. And especially when you hear, here is your answer today. Hallelujah. We've got 10 more minutes. Amen. Demons hate authority. They hate parents, mom and dad, especially a father. Don't want to be under a father. Don't want to be under covering. Do you hear me? Demons don't, like the prodigal son, I don't want authority. I want to be my own person. I only listen to God. What is this? No, I don't want to be under. The, when the Bible says, honor your father and your mother, spiritually it means also, honor those who are spiritual fathers to you. Amen. To many of you, your future, your direction depends on this ministry here. Amen. You, you, you go, you will be lost. You will be lost. Therefore, the Old Testament ends with a curse. And the curse is, I will lead the hearts of the children to the fathers. And the hearts of the fathers to the children. Unless I smite the earth with a curse. That's how the Old Testament ends. In other words, if you don't have a spiritual father, you will be lost in these last days. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? The devil, demons lead to unfaithfulness. Judas became unfaithful. How will you like a husband that's unfaithful? A woman, oh, your wife is unfaithful. The devil will make you unfaithful to God. Unfaithful. Not trustworthy. Unfaithful. Wow. James chapter 4, verse 4 to 8. I'm rushing. Hallelujah. After this, I want to show you 
how we put the devil to run by what comes out of our mouth. We need to declare, proclaim, Satan, leave me. You need to say through your mouth, demons, shut up, out in Jesus' name. But it must come out of your mouth. You need to declare it with faith. But here is a key to let the devil run. You adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is hostility toward God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world, make himself an enemy of God. I cannot, I cannot understand that somebody has friends in the world and you don't speak to them that they must be born again. But they're your friends. I cannot understand that. I had a friend in high school. Muslim friend, Yusuf Hassan. But I spoke every, all the time to him about he must be born again. Then he says, it's a man. He said, Yusuf, I care too much for you. If, if, if you think I'm wrong and you're a serious Muslim, you would like me to become a Muslim. Why not? Now, I'm serious. That you, Yusuf, are lost. You must be born again. Jesus is not only a prophet. You must be. And I go to his house. They serious. With my school blazer and my blazer is Jesus, his Lord. She went pink. Lohan pink. She said, oh, and pink. Oh, my blazer. I said, da and Eliza. But tell her, I said, can I pray? Pray, Lord Jesus, thank you for the food. Jesus, Jesus now. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. But he never could leave me because we were very close. When it's, I was a bit brighter than him at school. And when it comes to exams, I helped him. Go early morning to his house, sit and study and help and all of that. Amen. Even when I left school after years, Yusuf had business in Joburg. He would come down to Cape Town. And then the year before Christmas, Yusuf stand there in Hake Avenue Garden Village, shouting from the street, Edgar! <laughs> come running out, Yusuf! Wow. I said, Yusuf, you must be born again. I said, Edgar, Praise God. And he passed away in an accident. And whenever I think of it, it brings tears to me. But what I want to say is, don't be friends with the world. Makes enemies of God. Verse 5. Or do you think that the Spirit speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the Spirit which He made to dwell within us for sex. But He gives greater grace. Say greater grace. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud. If you're full of pride, you've got God who resists you. God is opposed to the proud. But He gives grace to the humble. 
verse, the next verse. Submit therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will be on the run. Do you see there? The devil on the run. Amen. But the key is twofold. Twofold. Humble yourself. Number two, submit to God. You say, how must I submit? To the word of God. Submit to the Bible. If you submit to the word of God, you resist. To resist is, I don't allow you to come into this front door. If somebody knock and he wants to come in and you push the door. You say, I resist you devil. He says, if you do that and you have submitted, he will run from you. The devil himself will run from you. But it's what comes out of your mouth that is vital. Hallelujah. You must confess the word of God. And this morning, I want us to confess a few scriptures that I will lead you. And because of time, here are a few of them. And then after this, we can stand and make this declaration. Number one, I will lead you to say, Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life. It's a powerful thing that demons and Satan here to say, Jesus is Lord. But only those who are born again can say this. Secondly, he will say, all my sins are forgiven through the blood of Jesus. Thirdly, you will say, there is power and authority in the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow to that name. Fourthly, you will say, the Lord removes sickness from me. He removes all barrenness and miscarriages from me. I shall fulfill the number of my days. I won't die a day before my time. And the devil will turn his back and run away from me. Hallelujah. The last two is, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Is that the turn there, Isaiah 54, the last verse? No weapon formed. In other words, there are people that, that plan against you. But the scripture says, no weapon form against me will prosper. Every tongue that accuses me in judgment will be condemned. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Our vindication is from God. Hallelujah. I think it's Psalm 37, 35 verse 17. Can we look there? That says, the Lord will prosper us. Are you blessed? Is it there? Psalm 35. This is a very powerful verse of scripture. Verse 27, yes. Psalm 35, I said. Verse 27. Let them shout for joy and rejoice. Don't be scared in this church if we shout. Amen. Do you see a... Was this any cake? Hey, they asked Reinhard Bonker, the evangelist, why is there so much noise in your church by us? Is, shh. 
He said, your church might be a graveyard, but our church is a maternity ward. People get born again here. And if you walk into a maternity ward, Sy sal skrik soos jou vrou daar sien, wat besig is om geboorte te gee. Nou in die besens, sy lies daar, soos sy aankoot ding sê, tjy, is die oorzaak dat ek hier is. Hey, it shout. The mascara, the makeup is gone. Amen. Let them shout for joy who favor my vindication and let them say continually the Lord be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servants. God delights. There must be enough money, enough food. You can go to the restaurant. Your car runs smooth. Your clothing is good. God delights in the prosperity of his, can we stand please? Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. I hope we have the tracks with us this afternoon. Amen. Praise the Lord. Close your eyes, Heavenly Father. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for speaking to people. As your eyes are closed, is there someone who want to raise his hands and say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. You may raise your hand now and we will pray for you. Please do so quickly. Raise your hand and say, thank you, young man. Thank you. That's beautiful. Is there anybody else who say, Pastor, I've never been confronted with a gospel like this. I don't want this moment to pass me by. We love you very much. Who's going to be the second one? Please do so quickly. If you are doubtful, if you're born again, raise your hand and say, I'm coming to Jesus now. Who's the second one? I'm looking. We're waiting on you. Just raise your hand and say, I'm coming to Jesus. It's your decision, you understand. You will live by your decisions. You will don't end in destruction. Say, Lord, I want to be saved. Raise your hand. Is there anybody else? There's nobody else. Young man, won't you mind? Come forward. I want to pray for you. Just come forward. I want to pray for you. Is there anyone who wants to join him? Amen. I just want to lead you to the Lord Jesus. Anybody join him now? This is just for those who want to be born again. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Give the Lord praise. Thank you. Who will, who will be the third one that follows them? Who will be the third one? Amen. Who will be the third one? Don't do the third one. Who will be the third one giving his life to the Lord? You're free to do so now. We're going to pray. It's your decision. You see, it's your life. You decide what you do with your life. Thank you. Amen. Just pray this prayer after me from your heart. You're going to say, Lord, I give my life to you. I want you as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me, Lord. I want to be born again. 
And then after this, I'll pray for, and we make those declarations. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I give you my life. I believe you are the Son of God. Lord, come into my life and into my heart. Become Lord of my life. Deliver me from sin. I regret all my sins, my pride and my disobedience. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for taking my sins upon you. You bear the punishment and the judgment for all my sins. Today, Lord Jesus, I ask you to wash away my sins with your precious blood. I surrender my life to you in Jesus' name. And now, devil, I command you in the name of the Lord Jesus to leave my life. Leave my life in Jesus' name. I receive the born-again experience out of the hand of God, I am born again. I am delivered. I'm a child of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your mercy. You are so merciful. Thank you for your grace. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just stand so I pray for you. Father, I pray that you will bless this young man in the name of Jesus. Give him his heart's longing and desire. Break the powers of sin. Bless this young man in the name of Jesus. Thank you for welcoming him in heaven as a child of God. Thank you for writing his name in the Lamb's book of life. I command the devil to leave his life. You will never be the same. You will never be the same. Follow the Lord like a sheep. Follow the shepherd. And you will have a wonderful life. God gives you your dream life. The Lord bless you. Many questions, many worries. Leave it in the hand of the Lord. We were all there. The Lord will lead you to green pastures, to quiet waters. And it will give you your dream life. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Go there to that sister there. She will just take your name. Thank you, young man. Amen. Give the Lord praise for them. <laughs> Hallelujah. If there's anybody else who still want to give his life to the Lord, please don't leave here before you either speak to my wife, um, Pastor Nicholas, or any one of our members, but don't leave here until you give your life to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, raise your hands and make these declarations, and let's get the devil under run. We'll first confess the scripture here that is in front of us. Say, thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You delight in my prosperity. As I serve you, 
The Lord removes sickness, barrenness, and miscarriages from our lives. The Lord bless my bread and my water. I shall fulfill the number of my days. I won't die an hour before my time. The devil is defeated. Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life. All my sins are forgiven. I am redeemed and justified through the blood of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and the Gospel of God. I submit myself to God. I humble myself to God. I resist the devil. I resist every demon. I command all demons to come out of my soul, out of my body, out of my life. In the name of Jesus, you demons go. In Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, deliver me from evil. Deliver me from evil. Thank you for delivering me from all demonic powers. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against me shall ever prosper. All who rise up against me, they shall fall. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. My vindication is from God. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And they are set on high. I am blessed. I am anointed. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. I welcome the Holy Spirit. I want to speak in tongues. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. In Jesus' name, give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask us to pray for a minute in tongues. You will never pray in tongues. Receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Start to move your tongue in the day of Pentecost. No one was there to lay hands on them. If it does not happen now, today, don't worry. It will happen. It can happen at home, on your way home. But please just move your tongue, lift up your head, and start to speak in a new tongue. Move your tongue. It's not the product of your mind. It's the product of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Can we do that for a minute? Close your eyes and I pray for you. And after 
when I start to pray, we all start to pray for two minutes in tongues, and then we close this meeting. Heavenly Father, I pray that you will anoint people with a baptism in the Holy Spirit. You say, all who are thirsty, who are thirsty, come to me and drink. From your innermost belly shall flow rivers of living water. Let this water burst forth from within our souls and our spirit. Lord, we all are full of the Holy Spirit. Those who are thirsty, while the preaching went on, we are loaded with power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, Heavenly Father, like a tap, we open up the tap and we speak to God, whether it is simple, whether it's like a baby, but we will make noises unto God and speak in the Holy Spirit. Lord, let the Spirit burst forth from within our innermost being. Some of you will start to shed a few tears as you start to speak, but speak. Let's go for it. Soramarita Ramoroboto. Mesha Marita Raborobota, Akasika Tora Marita, Makasotoromoroboto. Yes, that it is, that is it. You didn't start, start to speak, Sora Marita. Melama, each one is different. Surama, raise your hands if you want to. Lift your head up and speak. Surama Rita Ramorobota, Malama Sita Ramoroboto. Moko shura marita rabo robota, akasita rabo roboto ramaramita, akasika toroboroto, melama sama maroto robo roboto, ushuroboroto robo robota. Keep on speaking, keep on speaking. You did not start to speak. Skip, start to speak. Start to move your tongue. Suramarita Ramorobota, Makasita Laborota, Makasita. You're doing a biblical thing. The Bible says, speak in tongues. This is the day of Pentecost. Suramarita Ramorobota, Malamasita Ramorobota. Akashura Marita Raborobutu, Muroboroto Roborobota, Ekasababe, Malamaseta Ramorobota, Melamasamama Mo, Sukura Marita, Malamasamama Marata, Okosuroboroto Roborobota, Akasababa, Malamarita Raborobota. One more minute more, one more minute more. Lift up your hands and speak to God. You're speaking to God. Break free, break free, break free. Leave those thoughts, leave the thoughts of the devil. Meshama Marita, Malamurata Raboroboto, Ushuroboroto Roborobota. Let's go for it, go for it, Suramurutam, Malamaseta, 
Glory to the Lord. What a wonderful presence of God. If you cannot act favorably to Jesus in this atmosphere, then you're really stubborn and full of pride. May God help you. Receive the blessing of the Lord. The Lord bless you. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, He bless you. The Lord God be with Israel and their soldiers. The Lord save Arabs and all Palestines. The Lord be gracious to every unbeliever. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, He bless you. The favor of God is upon you. The angels of the Lord accompany you. The Lord cause you to act quickly. You wait long and the devil has entered again. Resist the enemy, says the Lord. Resist the demons. They are defeated. The Lord is with you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless this day. Listen to the servant of the Lord. Listen to the preaching of my word. It's by faith that I save people. Not by reasoning, but by faith. Faith in my word. Faith in my son. The Lord bless you. Say amen. amen. Thank you very much. God bless you. See you.